Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. And on this last episode covering LA Tech Week's community building panel, you will be listening to awesome people in the Los Angeles tech community covering fundraising in LA and how to build indie community in Los Angeles. Such an inspiring conversation. And even though our SD card glitched out, I didn't want you to miss. So when you hear a little bit of extra sounds and clicking, it is okay. We will make it through it together. It's all about being inspired and moving forward, not about getting caught up in the imperfections. Enjoy the episode. Dave has been building community along my side for the same amount of time. He is one of the most kind, loving, heart-driven, trying to capture the compliments on the phone. People, Dave, thank you for having us in your space, Bioscience LA. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, this is the like third or fourth kind of recording we've done in this space in, yeah. in like two months now or something. Yeah, crazy. But, uh, considering I talked about doing a podcast here two years ago when I kind of came on board here, so it's kind of cool. But, it's incredibly cool. So, you want to tell everybody a little bit about Bioscience LA? Yeah, I'll tell you very little about Bioscience LA, but uh, um, I know a number of you have been here before, which is awesome. If this is your first time here, welcome. We're so excited to have you. We're an independent nonprofit about three years old that was launched uh, with funding from LA County, uh, organizations like Amgen, City of Hope Hospital, Cedar Sinai, philanthropists like Richard Lundquist, Richard Merkin, uh, organizations like Pharma. And our goal is to be the innovation catalyst for life sciences in the LA region, which means we're here to help support the growth of biotech, medtech, digital health companies. We're here to connect them to funding, to space, to talent. We have space here. We do events. We do convenings. We do big, awesome things like this. This courtyard is like seriously the, the greatest asset I think uh, we've got in many ways, except for the people, which uh, you know a lot of people are here. Our team is here. Collaborators like Esprit, collaborators like Rachel, who did the amazing Femtech Salon a few weeks ago. And uh, this is my segue to talk about community, because I've been building communities for, for many years. Alumni organizations like Stanford, Selena Kwan started a alumni group with me 20, uh, two years ago. Wow. When we were, we were teenagers then. We were teenagers. So uh, Stanford Ideas and Connections Networks, been building things like that forever. But you know, to me, community is, is really, it is, about, it is about people. It's about connection. And I think that's embodied in this idea of 
LA Tech Week, bringing people together. It's certainly embodied in We Are LA Tech, which has been building community for many years. It's embodied in this hashtag Long LA, which is really all about, you know, all of us here in LA, we're investing in Los Angeles. We are building a bigger, better, more connected, more diverse, and I hope more accessible Los Angeles for everyone. That's for life sciences, that's for tech in general, but it's also for the 10 million people who live in Los Angeles County. It's for the 18 million people who live in the greater LA metro region. That's half the population of California. So when we think about the community that we're part of, it, it's literally half of California. Um, and what GDP, Rob Ryan, help me out here. We'd be the number what? 17th largest country in the world. Thank you. 17th largest country in the world if we were an independent country. So uh, um, there's a lot going on here with, with uh, Los Angeles with technology. Esprit was so kind to introduce me to uh, Berg once upon a time, a couple weeks ago. Uh, and Berg came on board as an amazing sponsor of this event. Uh, you've seen some of their, uh, their videos playing on the screens. Uh, Berg makes it really easy to operate and grow online communities with personalized bulk messaging, turnkey automations, insights into what members value. You've been collaborating with Berg, I think, as creators, getting more coming with that. Uh, check them out at Berg.co. Um, you can also, uh, if you're here, mention the LA Tech Community Builders event. You can get a free one-hour consultation with them, with the team that helped to build the community behind Gumroad uh, and ship 30 for 30 cohort-based course. There's a lot that they're doing. Uh, we can we can share more, but uh, remember that. We'll send out a follow-up email, and we look forward to having uh, Burb help you. And uh, Burb, if you're out there, thank you for helping make this event successful. We have some amazing panelists here. I know about half of them from collaborating with them. The other half, I don't know. So it's pretty, thank you for bringing some great people together. So I'm Andy, I've, I'm building uh, technology companies in Southern California since before many of you were born. Uh, I'm gonna tell you that LA communities transformed so amazingly. I worked at Idea Lab, for those of you who don't have any ancient history, I, I ran a venture fund and now run the Alliance for Southern California Innovation, which is a not-for-profit, but it's a startup. And uh, many of us who are community builders build our own startups. So uh, startups are not just tech-based, but they're community-based, and the Alliance is about super-connecting all the uh, critical stakeholders to create the innovation economy in Southern California. So we're five years young, we've got 10 people. Maybe, many of you may know Rachel Spiritu, who's yes. a outreach manager. So Rachel. she couldn't be here today, so they got the B team, so you got me. Thanks for including me. <laughs> of course. Jonathan, you have like been commanding LA Tech Week this week. Hi, great to meet you all. I'm Jonathan. I also went to UCLA, so if there's any Bruins here, you know, no Bruins. Um, you know, we used to live in LA for four years, now live in SF, but hopefully going to be back in LA really soon. Um, I do a variety of things full-time. I'm an XAR at Brex, which is a credit card banking solution for startups, and my job there is a little bit of community on the West Coast, so figuring out how we talk to early stage founders, how to help them out with everything from pitch deck feedback to interest in founders, investors, getting them into local startup ecosystem events such as dinners that we host through like direct supper clubs. Um, we did one with Launch House in New York, so you know, doing a lot of that fun stuff, LA Tech Week events. Um, outside of Brex, um, run something called Gen Z Scouts, which is this international community that I've built to help students get into venture capital and entrepreneurship. So that's kind of my background.
background, been doing community building for about a year and a half. So definitely still new, learning the ropes of everything, but you know, learning as I go. Amazing. Hello everybody, my name is Adonica Shaw. I'm the founder and CEO of Lean Women. Lean Women is a femtech startup. We are focused on reproductive health. We do health coaching for women with PCOS and endometriosis. And we've been building an international support community for women who have reproductive health conditions. So everything from PCOS, women dealing with issues of fertility, endometriosis, fibroids, um, matters that happen or arise during pregnancy the fourth trimester. So we've been really great um, in terms of getting together the community, launched our startup during the pandemic. Um, but happy because we've been able to participate in several amazing um, accelerator programs through Wharton, MIT, Harvard Medical, and NASDAQ. And we got our first check from Startup Health a few months back. So outside of that, um, I'm a doula, and I'm still to become a midwife. Awesome. Thank you. So uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to Bioscience LA. If you've noticed on the outside of the building, hashtag Long LA, or in the room over here, hashtag Long LA, if you want to sign your name, to that, that's essentially pledging your belief in the potential of our entrepreneurial economy and our big, great city. Um, I'm a huge proponent of that. I'm a four-time founder, um, serial entrepreneur, I guess, at this point in my life over the last 25 years. I'm currently the founder and CEO of a company called GrowPax. We are, in some ways, kind of what Andy does, but we're like a for-profit version of that. So we get hired by entrepreneurs, investors, and executives to help them develop their relationships that they need to expand and grow their businesses and or their relationship strategies. Primarily spent the last six years building that across Latin America. So although I've lived here in Southern California for 25 years, I've actually spent only a few weeks a year here for the last six years until the pandemic. Um, and so the pandemic brought me home connected me with amazing community builders like Esprit, who I consider to be a great friend. Uh, and so when she called and said, could we come out and help do this today? I, yes, sign me up. Probably like the most empowered. Uh, some of you may know I was the face of Clubhouse, and that wouldn't have been possible without Rob. Period. That's not an exaggeration. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenny Weigel, and I've been consulting on online communities for 10 plus years now. My practice is called Jenny.Community, and companies hire me when they're ready to create their very first online community for their customers. So I literally live and read this stuff. Amazing. And yet, you focus on enterprise for communities. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it just so happened that's how my career path took me. And I've been had the pleasure of working with Google, Airbnb, Sephora, Intuit, uh, and a number of other enterprise-level communities uh, on their customer-focused communities. Takes a special skill set, as I'm sure many people in this room know, and I know a screen knows. You are all over connecting people. Like when someone comes to LA on Twitter, you are there. What's your why? Why do you show up so often and so consistently? You know, people, people over product, people over process, right? And that's not a commonly said thing in the tech world where everybody wants to brag and get you excited about the thing that they're building or the why that they're building it. But to me, really just life's lessons have taught me that it all does come down to the people. And so great companies get built by great people, great communities like what we have here in LA are built by you, great people. As Dave, I think, said when he opened this up today, it's all about people. My, my entire purpose in life is about people. Adonna, what's your why? Why is so that no woman suffers alone in silence. Um, I started, and I want to be clear, we're a for-profit company, um, even though we kind of walk the line of social venture. 
Um, when I had my son five and a half years ago, I experienced a really difficult birth experience. And so I delivered prematurely in the hospital, but despite an otherwise safe birth, I coded a few days after. The recovery process was brutal, but not necessarily on a medical, um, I guess, perspective, but more so because women's health is still very largely taboo. And there wasn't really anybody to talk to about what was happening to my body and what to expect. And so for me at the time, I just wanted to get through it and I made my way. But we women really came about because when you're going through something that personal and intimate, you kind of need a flank of women by your side to help you see your way through. And so my line is to make sure that nobody feels that pain again. And one thing that is incredibly important to you is accessibility, diversity, inclusion. What does your company do specifically to prioritize that? You know, and please share with us in a way that we could be empowered to do the same within our organizations. Honestly, just having open arms, like initially when people were like, okay, what's your go-to-market? Who are you going to focus on? I think initially I was like, okay, I'm going to start with San Francisco and then maybe Los Angeles and then maybe Boston. But that's not what happened. Um, when we started to get really narrow around our focus, particularly around reproductive health and then calling out PCOS and endometriosis, it opened us all the way up. So. I went from this platform that just was trying to cultivate relationships with people in the U.S. to now having users from Canada, India, um, Trinidad and Tobago, Grenada, Bahamas, the U.K., um, Nigeria. And so instead of excluding them from our table, I just said, well, you can sit with us and um, we'll support you. You know, we're not offering medical advice. And to be clear, we're not breaking the laws. But insofar as it relates to access to that support system, you know, if you find yourself diagnosed with something, you may not have somebody close by. So I think opening up our borders, digital borders, if you yeah. um, made it possible for us to create more impact and change for these women, irrespective of where they were. Thank you. And Jonathan, you just throw a party? No. <laughs> um, I think the, you know, why, you know, why community, why, you know, it means so much to me is when I'm at Rex working with a lot of early stage founders, a lot of these founders, you know, they're putting their blood, sweat, and tears into their startup. It's their life stream. And the best part is helping these early stage founders, you know, help realize their life dreams by connecting them in a, like in-person dinners that they would never have had the opportunity to go to, or, you know, meeting a lot of founders from like the Midwest, you know, people, places where there's not a lot of density of startups, and figuring out ways on how to connect them with other people in similar situations, or, you know, VCs, other founders on the coasts who can, you know, create the sort of online in virtual community where you feel like you've been texting people for ages never met up in real life but the connection's genuine and it's so easy as like a community builder to get you know community burnout you know you do so many events you get burnt out but every time i do dinners meeting all these incredible founders who are really inspiring kind of inspires me to keep doing a lot of these events for example i did a dinner about in february met this founder early stage founder and I, you know, it was a great time. It was a deep tech event, so he was building in the robotics space. 
Um, four months later, I bumped into him again in, at another SF event that I was doing. He was like, thanks for your dinner. I met someone at the dinner who connected me to another person who wrote me a $3 million check for my startup. So doing dinners like that, I think, is really great in terms of bringing people together and helping people not only help their startup, but creating lifelong, hopefully, friendships with other people that they meet you know, during these dinners, during these events. I agree. SoCal Alliance has done so much for the LA Tech community for so long. Andy, tell us more. I'm going to go back to my why. Um, so I'm trained as an engineer, and engineers are kind of like entrepreneurs. They see a problem, they can get fixed it. Yeah. And entrepreneurship is such a powerful tool to improving our um, standing in life. Um, and as an entrepreneur, uh, as an individual entrepreneur, you only can do so much. So that moved me into the world of venture capital where you can support a portfolio of entrepreneurs. And I think fundamentally ecosystem building, which is really what I've been about. Um, I started 10 years ago, a group called Innovate Pasadena, focused on the east side. And then the Alliance is really a regional effort to replicate that across Southern California. And Rob said it best, is like, you know, people matter. Uh, and ideas are great, but an idea without an ecosystem is just an idea. So we have to commit to building intentional networks and relationships to allow incredible entrepreneurs to transform the world. Uh, so that's what did my mission, it will be my mission. And it's uh, nice to see Southern California, frankly, I'm convinced we're at a tipping point. And as someone who's been pulling the oar for the last 20 years, um, I get, get goosebumps uh, about where we are. And not about me, but the people in this room will have an opportunity to have a shot at a goal. I mean, entrepreneurship is fucking hard. And so, without a community, it's almost impossible. So, um, love this stuff. It's deep in my heart. It makes a difference. So, thank you all for being part of that. 100%. And the theme of our first panel was creators, and the theme of our second is ecosystems. And it, it, it wouldn't be right not to mention the incredible work that Katia has done to put together all of LA Tech Week. Katia with A16Z. It is not easy to rally all these things, and there's no such thing as perfection. And so I just wanted to give love and shout out to Katia. She's absolutely incredible. So tell us, like, how can we plug into what you're doing, like for an enterprise company, what can we learn from you? How do you support us? And by the way, Jenny ran my fire fire pitch s'mores and wine night for We Are Like Tech the other night, so thank you. <laughs> I see some familiar faces who were there. Good to see all of you. And also, can we just have a shout out and round of applause for this community builder right here? So I think the majority of us are all here today. Uh, I'm learning so much from just watching you in action. Oh my and I God. that on to my clients. I have my 10 year, I, I have never, Dave forced me. He was like, are you gonna say that you've been doing this for 10 years? I've been practicing sharing that. I stay behind the scenes almost all the time. I am doing a 10 year anniversary event next week and uh, to just make a, like a, a note that, yes, I'm insane that I've done this for 10 years. Yeah. Um, but I really appreciate that, like, what I do as an indie creator and what you do, or indie community builder, and what you do for enterprise companies is so different. So, walk us through what community looks like when it comes to enterprise. Enterprise brands are more focused on community than ever before. Most of them starting today are starting with a customer community because that's a natural audience to begin with, but a lot of them are looking to branch out beyond their customers and really become more of a community for 
everyone in, falls in that category. I find it really interesting to see the number of communities being bought by companies these days. You had HubSpot buying The Hustle, Stripe buying Indie Hackers, Outreach.io buying Sales Hacker. I mean, the reason they're buying these is mostly because of the people and how large and successful the communities are. So that's a new era of community and enterprise brands are taking notice and if they don't want to build it themselves, they're looking to buy. At least what I'm saying. Yeah, that's really cool. How about Rob? How can we connect? How can we attach to what I do? Yeah. I'm going to flip it back a little bit under the community. I feel like Rob will find you. I was just going to say that, right? So this isn't, I'm not sitting here because of my company, Growthbacks, and what we do. Like, sure, I love every founder, every investor, every ecosystem builder to eventually work with us. But I'm here because I decided when I came back from Latin America that the two most important regions in the world for entrepreneurial growth over the next 50 to 100 years, says the 54-year-old guy. So I'm literally talking like legacy view. The next 50 to 100 years are Los Angeles and Latin America. And so how do we engage with each other? Engage with each other. Right? Like she sets up the We Are LA Tech group on Twitter, like a community group inside of Twitter. And when someone new pops in there and says, Hi, I'm Anonica, I'm new to the area, I just moved here. Like she says something, and then I pop in there and just say, Hi, welcome. Like, yeah. hey, Andy, welcome. How can we help you? We're here to help. And then, yeah, I throw in like a silly gif or something and like, that makes people laugh. But the, the point is, this is like, if I can do it, you can do it. I'm, I'm just a guy. I say that all the time, just a dude who's trying to connect people in a positive way, right? And we live inside of social media, the Twitterverse, all these places where it's so toxic, and it can be, can be so negative. I, I just encourage you all to go back and just find connection here, connect with the person, have a coffee, have a, a Zoom meeting, just literally you are the, the future of the Los Angeles entrepreneurial economy. So like she has to take a break. She can't do this all by herself. Nobody up here can do this by themselves. So my plea to all of you, how you can connect with what I do, is to be maybe a little bit like me in that sense. Like just connect, reach out, build relationships long term. I think the secret sauce in community building is um, we all just want to be seen. All of us just want to be seen. So if you take the moment to truly see someone else, like Elizabeth was so sweet. She was like, thank you for building community for 10 years and she gave me flowers. Like, awesome. okay. like you know, I'm too stressed to cry, but trust me, if I wasn't so stressed out, I would start crying because it's, I felt so seen, you know? So we all just want to be seen. Adonica, how are people in your community seen? Well, I would say in a post-row world, um, we are seeing them where they have um, issues, and I want to be clear, like, in post-road world, it's not just about seeing women. Um, more than 48 million couples also struggle with issues of infertility, for example, and so it's about understanding that people may want to discuss these issues and they need a safe space to do so. So we've created it just in a digital environment. One of the ways I think that we see our users and any users that come onto the platform are through two really unique features. One of which is the fact that you can engage on the timeline and share information anonymously. So particularly for those of you who have um, you know, really high-powered jobs, careers, you're known, and perhaps you don't want that information shared across Facebook and whatnot, but you still want to actively participate and find connection, you can do so without disclosing your name, which I think is a really powerful tool. And the other thing is actually a non-feature. 
Um, one of the things that I thought about when I looked across like Facebook groups, and I don't want to call it Facebook because it's not an attack on Facebook, but a lot of people with reproductive issues go there into groups first to find connection. Mm -hmm. And so it's great, but at the same time, Facebook and just about every other social network has a share button. There are no share buttons in our network, so there's no way to share content out to other platforms. If you have a conversation there, it stays there because this is really highly sensitive information, and people still want a place to be seen with that information, find connection, but they should be able to do it in a digitally safe environment. So I would say those are the two ways that we're really focused on seeing them and giving them a place to explore and make valuable relationships with others. Totally, thank you. Jonathan, how can people plug into Brett's? Yeah, so how people can plug into Brett's, especially into LAD, is it's some, we're launching something, well, we launched something about two weeks ago called Brett's Supper Clubs, which are these intimate dinners in people's homes. So we have like a sign-up form for if you want to open your home for about, you know, seven to 10 founders, investors, operators, community builders, to go to your home, share a nice meal, Brett's can cater everything, and help clean everything up. Um, we've been doing that in cities all across San Francisco, LA, Miami, New York. So even if you're not in LA and visiting these other big cities, you know, we're gonna be doing these hopefully once every two weeks. So gonna be a lot of dinners coming up. I totally want to go to my friends. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Andy, how can people plug into SoCal Alliance and into Rachel? Can we like I mean, you talked about Rachel earlier. Rachel's one of my closest friends. She's amazing. You have to connect with her on social. Such a great community builder. How can people- We love her. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of things. I wanted to respond about LA Tech Week. Yes. Uh, and for those who've been around, LA Tech Week was run before by the LABDC. Um, Chris Rico, who's you know, a real champion for tech, is um, Garcetti has been as well. But there's something when you have like a marquee brand, yeah. like Andreessen putting their name on Los Angeles. Um, a lot of, I heard this, at the, I don't know if people were at the Andreessen thing on Friday, but a lot of Northern California VCs were kind of like a little apologetic about their activity in Southern California. And I think now that we've hit that inflection point, LA's where it's at. Yeah. And you get, you know, I think that really is important validation. And I think it's going to be a domino effect for Los Angeles, and certainly capital has flowed in an extraordinary way. So it is a milestone. I think we're going to look and say, yeah, LA Tech was great, we had all parties, but remember when. It's a remember when event. Um, but in terms of plugging with us, we do um, a lot of micro curated events. We do about 50 a year. We are looking for an event marketing manager. So if anyone's interested, talk to me. Um, they're a lot like your events or dinners, or they're hyper focused. We just put on a kind of application of crypto in the enterprise. We're doing something on how you build ecosystem for drone mobility to actually be a way that changes how we get around Los Angeles. So they're very thesis driven, but I think the topics are nice. What the topics do is they allow us to curate people who can benefit from relationships together because we're solving a common problem. So that is our strategy and we do this kind of in a rapid fire mode. Rachel does a great job on a venture capital access program that's extraordinary. So if you're raising seed around, Connect to me or Rachel or Rachel Spiritu. It's Rachel yeah. Spiritu. Um, we have a portal to sign up. And we're really helping great founders who are maybe not in the club yet figure out how to get access to um, institutional investors. So we love Southern California because we're actually bringing in LA. But it's an amazing time, and I'm excited to be here. 
And as we wrap up the ecosystem talk, as I mentioned Katya earlier, who really, I can't even imagine the work that went into putting on LA Tech Week. If you can find her on Twitter and just say thank you, because she must be so exhausted, it's unreal. So just reach out to her on Twitter and just say thank you for the energy that you've invested in uniting our community. And thank you to all of you for being part of the LA Tech Week Community Builders panel. This has been so much fun. I appreciate you being on the We Are LA Tech podcast and all of you for listening in. Adonica, any last thoughts? Um, this has been amazing. As somebody who launched during COVID, I've been in front of a computer and building and growing and coding and learning for the last two years. And so it's nice to actually get out and to make acquaintance with all of you. I'm easily accessible on LinkedIn and our website is mywingwomen, which is plural.com. Awesome, Jonathan. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for bringing everyone together, bringing this amazing panel, you know, loving LA and long LA. Yay, Andy. Um, Take us home. Yeah, well, <laughs> the pandemic's been difficult. Thank God we have digital technology to connect us, but there's nothing like being together in real life. So I feel like um, challenge yourself to take your slippers off, get in your car, and connect in real life with people. It's really easy to stay at home, but there's nothing like uh, building community in real life. So thanks for coming out today. 100%. And this community wouldn't be built without Dave from BioSpine. You can find all the speakers, social profiles, and links in the show notes below. So do be sure to go to the show notes below. In the meanwhile, to connect and collaborate with awesome people in the LA Tech community, remember to go to wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. I will see you in the next episode. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.